Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenz. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. Green light is on for the Green Light On podcast. And Greyhound Racing is red hot around the nation right now. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Uh, as always, my man Smithy waiting, just chomping at the bit, but not really. Uh, this week I had a little pre-race or pre-record chat to Smithy and to be honest, he sounded a little bit sombre. Not sure if he's been doing some mopping or something around the meadows. Maybe that's it. Smithy, hello, mate. Jim, pleasure to be on, mate. No, we just uh, we just try and flick that switch when we, when we get on air and just raise it up a couple of notches. But yes, you did catch me. Mopping the dance floor, Lorimer uh, Footy Club have got their ball on at the Meadows tonight, so I thought I'd better get them uh, get the get the dance floor nice and clean, so no one slips over or anything tonight. So uh, yeah, should be should be a good night. I wish I was coming to be honest. Football reckon, balls are uh, plenty of fun. I reckon there will be a dirtier floor by the end of the night than uh, than the start of the night. Put it that way. There'll be <laughs> there'll be frothies all over the floor by uh, by midnight tonight. Hopefully they don't damage it though, and it can be rearing to go for uh, tomorrow night's racing, uh, mate. The racing right now around the nation's been huge. I'm sure you're all over it. Uh, Queensland last night with the heats of the flying, Amy, and the victors are flying. Jason Thompson's flying. We're going to chat with Luke Thompson in just a moment to to try and get a gauge on all of these runners that they've got because they're all over the place and they're racing in great form. Yeah, it's uh, it's good to see plenty of plenty of uh, of the big trainers and the the best greyhounds around the country going up to to Queensland and uh, supporting their, their racing carnival because it's going to be a cracking, I think it's five or six weeks coming up that, uh, yeah, it, it's as good a racing as you'll see in that flying, Amy. That is a red-hot race. Mm, and i tell you what I'm loving. Um, so many trainers <coughs> having a throw at the stumps. You saw Hector Foley up there for that 600 series. Didn't go to plan, but they had a crack. Um, Jordan Cooper was up in Queensland last night. The Dalbridges, the Thompsons, it was, it was the Britons. It was literally both Britons too, Jeff and... And Rob, it was it was a phenomenal night of Victorian names going around in Brisbane. Probably the most I reckon you've seen uh, just about ever before. So looking forward to uh, to the future. Run of the week. All right, mate. Let's get this uh, back to Melbourne Town. Run of the week from last Saturday night. Anything stood out for you, Smithy? Jim, I tell you week in, week out that I don't want this job of picking run of the week because it's always difficult. So I think I might just. Uh, might leave this one up to you. Yeah, well, look, I didn't mind the run of Aston Luciano, but the only thing I didn't like about Aston Luciano winning was the fact that um, he was running down Kenya Jackal, who I had tipped on top. <laughs> but I've decided to go with a greyhound by the name of Elite Alex as the run of the night. I thought he was the better of the night, so maybe, just maybe, Smithy, this is a little bit selfish on my behalf, but he was too good from box number two, and here is exactly how Elite Alex went about it last Saturday night. And away, Elite Alex jumped really quickly. Storm Stroller went out fast, but Elite Alex rolls up the track, he rolls to the lead and he is going to take some catching from there. Elite Alex by three. Amron Dan tries to get to second, does so. Going to third, then Titan Blazer from Jarek Bale starting to make some ground at start number 100. Clear from Gary, stun on at the end. Nitro Bale and Storm Stroller but Elite Alex does it well. He's four lengths in front to Amron Dan, Titan Blazer and then Jarek Bale but Elite Alex swings the leader. Amron Dan starts to cut the margin late but Elite Alex too good. Elite Alex by a length and a half beating Amron He Dan, was too good for them, Elite Alex. Leader. He was was just able to jump and run. And what I like about him, Smithy, we saw it there. He, he jumped from box two and he actually veered up the track a little bit early. He doesn't crash for the outside, but it's it's almost like a, a little bit of a skill that he's got that he makes it hard for Greyhounds to get around him in the in the run of the first corner because he sort of impacts their run line. 
Yeah, look, I'm not making the comparison just yet because Elite Alex has got a bit bit of a way to go, but he's a little bit Aston Rupee like in that sort of uh, that sort of trait. Just edges up the track a little bit. Box four and five usually no problem for Elite Alex. So, uh, yeah, when when he draws those boxes and he's got a railer inside him, that's a pretty nice setup for him. Saturday's preview. From last week to this week, Corey, let's have a look at 12 of the best at uh, the Meadows. If the place has recovered after Lorimer have uh, just about trashed it tonight, that's what I'm hearing. Uh, race one, mate, 6.38, we begin. Kassar Family Recovery Fund. Can't push that hard enough to jump on the GoFundMe uh, page for the Kassar family, who uh, unfortunately were involved in a serious kennel fire a couple of weeks ago. Um, terrific people. Uh, and Stefano's wife is in a, a critical condition uh, in a Melbourne hospital. So jump on there, donate what you can, even if it's five or ten cents, just donate something because uh, I think as an industry we must really throw our arms around families when they're going through a tough time. Uh, race one, I'm kicking off with Corborn Domino on top here, number four. I think the six will lead side of ice, but I'm pretty keen. Corborn Domino was pretty good first up here in Victoria, winning by 14 lengths. Corey? Yeah, I think Corborn Domino should be winning, but going to be nice and short. So might even tip a Quinella. I'm going to say a 3-4 Quinella. I think Mission Apollo was good last start. Mm. Maps to get a decent run again. Love when you bring something different to the dance floor, and this time it's not the mop. Uh, race two on with Zulu Blast, number three on top. <laughs> I think the check will lead this time, never be alone. Uh, she was stiff to get ran down last week, and I think Zulu Blast will be the one that gets her this week. Yeah, this is, uh, this is an interesting race. The two and the six are both electric early, and I just think Zulu Blast will get the perfect run in behind them. Mm. So I'm with you here, Jim. I said I'd never tip Never Be Alone on this podcast if she didn't win last week, and she didn't. So I've got to avoid her. I'm a man of my word. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I, I, look, it's hard. it's hard to tip her when she's only won two out of 23, but she's so good, so competitive. Uh, Queen Goldstein for me in race three, and what isn't a strong Metropolitan grade five? I, uh, all I had written down at the bottom was no thanks for this yeah. one. I don't think I want to have a pun on it. Maybe Barrow is the five to place and place only. I reckon Transponder's going to the next level. Um, I think he could end up being a superstar. We saw that last time at Bendigo, 27.75. When he won at Warrigal four starts ago, went 26.01. Dogs were struggling to break 27 seconds on that night. So he, he is immensely talented Transponder, and I'm with him. Yeah, an absolute rocket. This is his fourth box five in a row, so I'm sure that the Thompson clan will be looking forward to him drawing a little bit better, but I think he's good enough to overcome it here. You chuck him in box 15, he'd still win, I reckon. Um, yeah, he's, he's a jet <laughs> transponder. Call me Marley for me, race five, number two. Yeah, call me Marley as well for me. It just seems like he's a Meadows dog. Just uh, much prefers this joint to Sandown by the looks of him. Dust off your black book. Fab's vegetable race six number one is going to be a group class stayer, I reckon, Smithy. I've said that a few times, uh, in particular daily runners, and they haven't gone on with it. But last start, 10.73 run home over the 600 at Sandown, just crying out for 700 metres. He is a star. Well, I love this race, to be honest, Jim. I think it's going to be a great spectacle. I think you can make a case for just about all the dogs in there. I do like As- Osprey Athena. If she can uh, lid ping and, and get out and running, I thought her run was full of merit in the Sandown Cup heat. So back to 600, that's probably a go, but uh, box eight is the big query. I'm with Windy Storm in the seventh, hopefully to lead all of the way here, Smith Dog. Uh, Dottie's gift from out wide for me, Jim. Uh, on then to race eight, the victoolshop.com, mix three and four, tricky little race. Uh, not sure how to play. I might go with Photo Man. He hasn't, I don't think he's raced at the Meadows or he may want to race, but he hasn't really won anything since he won the Top Gun. So this could be his chance to bounce back at maybe his favourite deck. Yeah, really interesting, uh, interesting race map here. Photo Man likes to use a little bit of the track. Nitro Bale likes to 
go down to the rail. Emron Dan usually misses it, and Captain Larry and Magic Muffin can both jump with the best of them at the best of times. So it's a it's a really tricky race. I'm going to go with Trending Zari off the inside, though. Uh, I just think gets a really, really nice map in this one, and there could be a little bit of chaos in it. Ninth race, on with six, Quested Bale. I like the way he really worked through the line last week. He was a lot better mid-race. Uh, on that run, I reckon he can win again. Yeah, I'm with Quested Bale as well. I think this is one of the better bets of the night, to be honest. I think it just leads for fun here, and uh, we'll take a hell of a lot of chasing down. I agree. Race 10, already scratchings of the one and the four, so a field of six. I'm with the provincial sprinter, Al Fabio, who's been setting Shepparton and Horsham alight of late. Yeah, I think it's really hard to split Osprey Storm and our Fabio in this one. Um, you probably prefer Osprey Storm over further, but in a race of this calibre with a little bit of room to move down low, I think you can make your presence felt and uh, run a big race. I'm going with uh, Ike Bale in race 11. I think can find the lead and take some catching. And what's a pretty even race? Now, I'm probably tipping one that you've uh, put a line through and never again, and that's Zara. As I, I, I just think this race sets up nicely for him, and uh, this looks like a big dropping class. I think he can he can win this one, Zara's Ivan, if he if he wants to. He was better last week too, and the last made at ten eighteen Saturday night. I'm with Winnington Bale just to run a place. Uh, Minter dominate from me. Box six is obviously the the question mark, but I think it should clear a couple drawn inside of it. So Minter dominate on top for me in race number twelve. Hunters punting club. In wrapping up with you, Corey, the punters punning club. Uh, if gambling's becoming a problem for you, give gambling help a call. Gamblers help, 1-800-858-858. Chances are you're going to lose. You can get free online confidential support, gamblinghelponline.org.au. I'm just going to keep it pretty simple and go race 12, number three, Whittington Bale, $50 a place. I think there's a few that I could put in the punters punning club, but happy to go with the old reliable place get of Whittington Bale in the last. I'm going to keep you on your toes, and I'm oh, going to have a go. multi with my $50. I'm going to have race four, number five, Transponder to, to win, and I'm going to have race nine, number six, Quested Bale to place. So I'm not sure what that'll be paying, but I think if we can get uh, about even money for that, I'll be nice and happy when that salutes. If you allow me to have an extra 20, I'll put a multi on Transponder to win into uh, that Greyhound in the last Whittington Bale to place. I'm pretty keen on both of them. Uh, good on you, Smithy. Thanks as always, mate. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it, mate. Inside info. Well, it's time to try and get the inside info on Team Thompson at the moment because they are, are all over the place. It's uh, it's pretty hard just keeping an eye on where all the runners are, let alone being the kennel doing all of the work. And one of those hard workers is Lukey Thompson, who's been good enough to join me and chat all things Team Thompson at the moment. Luke, how are you, mate? Yeah, doing well, James. Hey, I'm tipping a pretty hectic time at the moment. Uh, as we record this, you're up at uh, Bendigo, I believe, racing this afternoon. A couple of fast ones going around. We might even quickly chat about those because Postman Pat, a lot of intrigue about him coming over from New Zealand, and I think it's fair to say he's matched up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there was obviously a bit of, you know, a few questioning whether, you know, his New Zealand form is going to stand up over here, but um, it's fair to say in his three starts that, um, yeah, he's, he's well and truly standing up. How good do you reckon he could be based on what he's done so far? Yeah, it's um, pretty scary. The, he, he's been trying very well leading up to his um, first couple of starts, but he, he just had that feeling that being a, he, he was going to be one of those competitive race dogs that you put him amongst other dogs that he was going to um, go to that next level, and um, he, he's done that so far. Uh, I guess the next challenge is after these runs in the country is again to the city against um, stronger opposition, then, um, yeah, see how he goes against them. 
Exciting times. Unleash Kalinda, a bit of a favourite of mine and yours, Lukey. Uh, let's be honest. Uh, he set the new time standard down there at Geelong and must have been nice to, to finally, I guess, even though he's been racing so well on the circle, but it was either to win a country cup or a group race or break a track record on a circle. He just sort of had to do that, and now he's done that. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, his form up at Hillsville is obviously, you know, first class, um, but we know he's just as adaptable around the bend. He's Obviously got those two placings in the in country cups. It, it was always a matter of well, can't say really matter of time, but he had the capabilities of getting a track record on these horseshoes, and I'm um, great that he finally got one. Three runners up in Brisbane this week. Uh, two of them winning. Umberto getting the job done, and Alpha Zulu, who I've got a lot of time for. He reminds me so much of a greyhound, like a black magic opal type of dog. I think he could be a genuine star. And Stealth, I think he ran well as well. What did you make of those? And uh, do you reckon I'm right with Alpha Zulu? He could be the next big thing. Yeah, his um, he's, his potential is really unlimited at the moment. We don't, we obviously uh, got that super run of the meadows before he went up there. That twenty nine sixty six and especially that four ninety five really mm. stood out. But um, but for where he's at, he's only twenty months old, and um, we we still don't know where he could be. Um, if there's still more under the bonnet, it's um pretty scary to think that there might be. But um, yeah, he was he was super last night. He jumped moderately, but um just was wanting to get to the front and just charged across and most dogs that would have gone into that first corner he'd never had a 500 round there and he had Custard Manelli who's a top dog over in WA push, punching up on his inside but um, he just wanted to find the front and um, once he got there it was um, he was going to get hard to get past and um, Umberto was super um, from box 8 but at any track over 500 metres it's tough to get across but um, I think it was the dog in box 6 Provided a bit of cover for him, but he still had to work his way across and got mm-hmm. there. And um, I was getting a bit worried when I was seeing Crackerjack RT in his review mirror. So I was <laughs> kind of thinking, oh, not again. He ran him down at Sandown, but uh, no, he's done just enough to hold him off. And uh, Stealth, he, he ran his customary race, was been in the front, but um, just had a couple of strong runs in behind him. Mate, it's a busy time. You've got five engaged at the Meadows as well on Saturday night. We've touched all things everywhere else. We'll go through those quickly. Uh, up first in race two, you've got Zulu Blast. What are your rate of his chances? Yeah, he's a promising type, obviously, a litter mate to Alpha Zulu. Um, he, he, he don't have a 495, unfortunately, under his sleeve. He's probably more at his best, a 512, 515, which is always a worry with those type of dogs. Um, there's a bit of speed drawn underneath him. Hopefully he can find the fence and um, be, be in that kind of box seat run. And uh, if he's close enough, he'll be good enough. Transponder, genuine top liner, I think he is now. Yeah, he, he's got probably as much ability as any any dog in the kennel. Um, he's just taken a little while to work it out. He still does a few things wrong, missing the kick and wanting to get wide. But um, if if he steps like he did at Bendigo, he'll um, be very hard to hold out. What about the next one? Triumph in a 600-metre race. Had a crack at the 700. He raced well over there, and now he's back to a, a 600 journey. Pretty even race as well. Yeah, the form line looks pretty good. Um, two starts ago, he, he led up and got run down by Quarter, who obviously come out won the stand-down cup. He, um, he had no luck in the stand-down cup heat, but um, back to 600 metres, drawn well enough. Uh, hopefully he can uh, settle in a forward spot, and um, if he does, he, he's got a chance. The other runners you've got in Capitalise and Minister Mentor, but... Who, who do you rate as best of the five, Lukey? Um, I'm with Transponder. I think he's a he's a serious talent, this boy. Yeah, I think, yeah, if he produces his best, he'll, um, 
he, he should handle that field pretty comfortably. But um, I think I just had a look at the odds. I think he's around a dollar thirty, so hard to really mm. push push the punters into that one. I think Trent um, Silly Blast at about two dollars twenty. I think's about the right right price. I think he's there's a couple of nice ones. Um, Ten Gallop Ale has shown a lot of promise early doors. Um, but I think if if our boy can step well enough and hold a forward position, he'll um he'll be the strongest in the run home late. Good on you, Lukey. Good luck across the country, mate. Keep those winners coming in. Beautiful. Thanks for having me again, James. And just as we put this podcast together, Postman Pat was successful at Bendigo. Clocked about 23.44, so he has just continued on this uh, breathtaking move since moving across uh, the Tasman here to Melbourne Town to Team Thompson. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Until next time, partner, safe travelling, and as always, happy punting.